Joining us on the program today is farm family coach Elaine Fraze to talk about farm transition. Based on my uh, 20 years of coaching, Corey, I think the first strategy is to stop thinking that conflict is bad. And the second strategy is to stop procrastinating. So let's get her done would be my theme. And so the best strategy for all of your listeners listening to this is there's three key questions that they want to think about. First of all, what do they need for their income streams as they age? And what does the succeeding generation need income stream to be able to support their family and do well on the farm. Secondly, where is everybody going to live? And thirdly, how are you going to treat your non-farm heirs? You answer those three key questions and you've got a really good start on a plan. So it doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be hard, but you have to start talking and making decisions. So if the husband and wife, whether it's Generation 1, which I call the Founders Corey, or if it's Gen 2, the successors, and in some cases you'll have listeners that also have another generation of the grandparents, there may be three generations involved. Husband and wives need to be aligned in what they both want. And if the husband and wife don't agree, your plan's not going anywhere. And so I'm doing a presentation this week on February 3rd at 4 o'clock calling it my virtual kitchen table, and it's exactly around that because I've had lots of young farmers approach me this morning and say, Elaine, my father shuts down. He won't talk. My mom is not coming to the table. She's afraid of all the emotion or whatever. So I'm doing a virtual kitchen table um, as an online presentation, Corey, because people need to have um, the ability to come to a table with safety and respect and be able to see what is aligned, what they all want that's the same, and what's not working. But if a husband and wife, if she wants to move off the farm and get away from Grand Central Station, and he wants to stay for the rest of his dying days and putts in the shop as he ages, then you have conflict. And and the coaching question I ask to the husband is, when is it her turn to get what she wants? And then he looks at me and he says, Elaine, you're fired. So... I'm just joking, but that I'm not really joking, Corey, <laughs> yeah. because that's that's a, a little anecdotal vignette of what's going on in houses. And now because of the great pause, which other people will call the pandemic, I prefer to reframe it. We have an amazing opportunity today, this week, first week in February, to sit down and start organizing our affairs. First of all, sit down with yourself. What is it you want? What is it your spouse wants? And what do you anticipate your family wants? And don't guess. Let's all have assumption-free living and let's start asking better questions to manage people's expectations. One thing you've uh, talked about is, is, you know, to sort of get things started is just to, to focus on the small pieces. First of all, I spoke to three families last week, Corey, that don't have wills. What's that about? So... Um, is it costs? No, not typically. Typically for young people, it's the fact they don't think they have any assets. But you don't want to leave your spouse in chaos should you die. And my sister died at age 23. Um, my mother died at age 65. So a will is a basic uh, tool, not just for the dying, but also for your living. And in our case, we invoked our power of attorney three years ago when my husband crashed his pickup truck in the middle of soybean harvest. And some of your listeners will remember that. And my son was able to continue on managing the farm because we had him as power of attorney. So just, you know, they say eat an elephant one bite at a time. So look at your current will, how old is it, and you can work with a lawyer now through Zoom 
And in this virtual time, you can also do digital witnessing with lawyers. So there's no excuse for not getting that done. Another thing that you can do is start thinking about um, your income stream. And I would I would hire a financial planner. And there's really good ones in Manitoba who are CAFA members, part of the Canadian Association of Farm Advisors. And um, I would make sure that your lifestyle income or your income stream is protected or you know what it is. And, Corey, I know what mine is till I'm 102. And the reason I know that is because I've worked with a financial planner. And um, I may not live to be 102, but I have I have the resources to get there. And then the third thing is think about your residence. Because um, in my case, I thought I was moving in 2020. And I didn't because my daughter-in-law wanted a new house and wanted to live next door with me, beside me, and uh, break my half-mile rule. So as a farm family coach, just chunk down all of the many different plans you have. And also, what's your vision for the farm, which would be a business plan? And that's where you would want to engage with a farm management specialist or someone who can help you, possibly your accountant, uh, look at your debt servicing capacity and your working capital and your equity ratios, and, and start having financial transparency with the next generation because I don't want you to be 35 years old and then calling me and saying, Elaine, I have no idea. By 35, you should be right in stream of knowing all the finances and you should be mentored to be the next generation of management because if you're 40 and you own nothing, you're calling me because you're so frustrated and angry. Elaine, tell us again about some of the events you got coming up over the next uh, few weeks here. Right. So uh, everyone listening to this today, I would like you to go to com, where you can sign up for my virtual kitchen table, which takes place live at 4 o'clock on Wednesday, um, February 3rd, and I'll have a, a good Q&A time. And if you don't, if you can't make it that day, sign up anyway, and, and there'll be a recording that um, will be offered to you later. Farm Credit Canada and I are doing Finding Fairness in Farm Transition at 1 o'clock on February 9th. So just go to FCC or Google Elaine Frey's FCC event, and uh, that's a free registration. There's over 750 people signed up already, so we know we've hit a nerve. And in my world, Finding Fairness has nothing to do with the word equal, so there's some mindset shifts that you can learn about that day. And... Um, then I also would ask just folks to reach out to farmfamilycoach.com. If I've hit a nerve, um, I want healing stories, Corey. So my hashtag on Twitter is hashtag healing stories number four egg because I just got another one in my box today. This family um, out east had done all the planning, all the advising, but the greedy sister got into mom's head after dad died and... Uh, Sad story is now happening again. There's farm litigation looming, and I, I'm tired of those stories. And so even with good planning, that's why you'll hear me fiercely contend for transferring assets while you're alive. Because if you do things with it when you're alive, there's absolute certainty that that's the way things are going to be. And the other thing your listeners can do is they can explain why. They can explain their intent about why they made the decisions they did. So farm families, talk does not cook rice. Please um, join my events, ravage my website. There's a 19-piece toolkit there for them at farmfamilycoach.com and also find up details for my virtual kitchen table. That was Elaine Fraze, a farm family coach from Manitoba. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. 
I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.